Pure, authentic conversation. That's soulfully casual. So grab your favorite beverage, sit in your favorite chair. Here is your host, Maddie Ice. 2021 is coming to an end. It's amazing how fast the end of the new year comes. It's amazing how fast a year in our lives seems to just whisk away without us even realizing it. Welcome back to the Soulfully Casual Podcast, everyone. I'm Matty Ice, and I hope on this last day of the year, it is December 31st when you are listening to this, we have been through another rotation of the earth around the sun. And so many things have happened in the year 2021. I feel like coming into this year, all of us were looking forward to a reprieve from all of the unknowns that took place in 2020. And yet somehow, 2021 found its way into our conscious lives in a way that was so challenging in so many different ways. And perhaps it's because of my personal, I don't know, my personal struggles through much of the year with a lot of different topics. But somehow, 2021 was just as challenging, if not more challenging in a lot of ways than 2020 was. But that's not necessarily to say that all things were bad in 2021. And so on this last day of the year, this last episode of the year, I wanted to go over the year 2021 and kind of give us a a jump start into 2022. I don't know how 2021 went for a lot of you, but the way that it started for me was very, very exciting. A year ago today, I brought back the first episode of the Soulfully Casual podcast, and I was doing it at our dining room table with a pair of headphones on that had a microphone on it. That's basically how this show restarted back. When I initially started the show in August of 2020, I was doing it on a very old laptop, a very cheap microphone. And honestly, if I'm looking back at it and I'm being perfectly transparent with you, I had absolutely no clue what I was doing. I knew that I was starting something that I'd always wanted to do, but I didn't know necessarily where that was going to go. A lot of the inspiration that I took from uh, other people started with my friend Cleveland as he started his show, The Manual. And while that show has been on somewhat of a hiatus since about May, it was the thing that started all of this, the voice that started all of this. So at the end of the year, after so many things had happened at the end of November and December, I really went through an existential crisis after really having to look at some of my habits that I was going through, and I decided it was time for me to restart the show. It's something that I didn't want to give up, and even though I thought to myself that I was going to give it up, I really shouldn't have. And it took a good friend to really make me realize that I should just forge ahead with it. So I did. And I talked about how the new year is not necessarily always indicative of a new you, and that 2021 had a lot of promise to offer. Interestingly enough, at the very beginning of the year, I was able to put out a lot of content. I was very, very inspired, I guess, if you want to say that. And then all of a sudden, the insurrection or the attack on the Capitol happened on January 6th. And that's really how we started this year. There was a lot of promise coming into the year. Joe Biden had won the election. We were going to move on from the Donald Trump era. And it seemed as if we were going to move on, hopefully, to a new normal where we would get rid of uh, you know, COVID-19, at least move on from the pandemic stage. We would get rid of all the hatred and vitriol. And really, I think that the January 6th, uh, the attack, I think it really started us off on, a, on a, the wrong foot. And I feel like it almost further divided us. And to the point that throughout the entirety of the year, even with the vaccine being rolled out, there was still so much us versus them. And it really stunk. 
And President Biden took office. And I have to say this. It's been almost a year since President Biden took office. And even though I voted for him because I knew that I just did not want Donald Trump as president anymore, mainly because I didn't want somebody who had a lot of the characteristics of something that I didn't want my son to be. It didn't necessarily have to do with politics per se. It really had to do more with the human being. And I wanted to see somebody who was a little bit more adult-like in their approach to things. And yet, from a political standpoint, this last year has been somewhat disappointing. We were promised a new start with the pandemic. We were promised a return to our old lives. And we got that maybe for like three weeks. A lot of people want to blame those unvaccinated folks for that. And there are there is some blame to go around in a lot of ways. I think there's a lot of blame to go around with the government as well. Ultimately, though, this first year has been underwhelming. It hasn't shown me that this administration is going to be able to turn the tide in any significant way just yet. We haven't seen anything related to student loans come out. We haven't seen anything further in being able to make a difference as it relates to women, as it relates to racial relations, and also being able to provide and afford women the ability to take off more time guilt-free And even dads, too, as it relates to having children, because having children isn't something that should be seen as a negative, even if it's not a choice that every single person has to make. Also, over the course of 2021, we saw a lot of milestone court cases not go the way that we thought that they should. The one that sticks out to me is, of course, the Kyle Rittenhouse case. It's really disappointing to know that while there is a systemic issue as it relates to race in this country... It doesn't mean that every single person is racist. Like, if you are listening to this and you lean conservative, it doesn't make you racist. That's really not how it works. But there is a larger scale issue that takes place in the underbelly of this country that I think a lot of folks, particularly white folks, don't necessarily understand. A lot of people think that it ends with the police. It does not end with the police. It also finds itself in the court systems, and I think we saw that. And unfortunately, our judicial system is in a way that you are innocent until proven guilty. And I say that's unfortunate because in a lot of ways, there's so many different loopholes that can exist that make it easy for people to get off on crimes that they did commit. But that's the way that it works. And Kyle Rittenhouse, unfortunately, killed two people and was seen as somebody who was a hero. And that's not the way we want to see that. Also disappointing, the way that our troops left Afghanistan. The exit was messy. It was embarrassing. And it ended a long, long tenure of, I'm not even sure what over there. So many troops, so many people died in the name of this freedom over there to be able to give democracy to other countries and to save them from a force, the Taliban and ISIS, that we thought were going to take over their their lands. And ultimately, in the end, the way that we exited, I feel as if we didn't accomplish anything. That so many things that happened since 9-11 have not been accomplished, and perhaps that's unfair, and it's not an indictment on the troops that went over there. It's certainly not an indictment on the troops that have died for this country, the families that have gone through that. It's certainly not that. It's just disappointing that we went over there, and the exit was so messy in a way that I think is badly reflective on this particular administration. And it is what it is. Speaking of the U.S., the U.S. economy also had an interesting year. We got back to normal a little bit, being able to take off the the restrictions, I guess, on being able to get together. Sports saw fans back. Concerts saw fans back. 
and we were able to somewhat casually go about our lives in a way that felt like the old way. It felt like the old times. And yet still, we really couldn't get there. Workers became fed up with the current paradigm here in the U.S. And I have to say, having worked from home now, having understood that there can be a flexibility to also being successful in your workplace, but also being present in your personal life and being able to further your personal endeavors that also give you that sense of satisfaction, having seen that and understanding that there can be a better way, that there can be balance, I can understand why so many people left their jobs because they're looking at their lives, working so hard, barely being able to ends meet, to make ends meet, and yet they still aren't able to have any type of flexibility, not just financially, but emotionally. And we have taken so much more serious our mental health. And I think that watching the people leave their jobs, and I'm hopeful that it starts a new shift in the way that we look at our work life, that working is important, but we spend so much time working. And yet at the end of our lives, what we did in our workplace matters almost nothing. And I think about that as it relates to people who pass away and they have very successful careers that is relative you know, to their own field. And yet at the end of their life, we talk about what they were as a human being. We talk about how they made us feel. We don't talk about how many hours they spent in their office, how many hours they put at their job to get ahead. It just doesn't work that way. Also, with the U.S. economy, we saw more people working from home than ever, and that's where that balance comes in. And I think that there is something to be said about that. I think it is a change, a shift in emotional needs, I guess, if you want to call it that, because as managers, you now have to find a different way to be able to connect with your workforce. But I think with all this technology that we have, being able to have cameras, being able to have internet, it does make it a lot easier to do that. But I also understand that there are a lot of jobs that do not have the affordability and the flexibility to be able to have a virtual workspace. There are so many different types of jobs that require your physical appearance at an office. And so while that's not necessarily the way that we're going to go the future for every single kind of job, I do think as it relates to certain fields, there is a benefit to being able to give your workers that little bit of flexibility. Also with the economy, the supply chain shortages, and we're still feeling those right now. It's interesting to go into stores and not being able to get the things that you need. And it's not even just material things that we don't need. It's going to the grocery store and seeing their shelves completely wiped out of random things. At the holidays this year and even at Thanksgiving, it was sugar, it was flour, things like that. Things that most people are buying a lot of this time of year because we're doing a lot more cooking and we're doing a lot more baking. And just understanding that there's supply chain shortages everywhere, trying to order Christmas gifts, having to order them ahead of time. We're seeing so many ramifications of that. And it's just such an interesting place that we are. And this pandemic has caused a lot of this kind of thing. Also, the crypto took over the market. It's been an interesting year if you are investing. And I just found it interesting that these these crypto coins, these crypto bases that we saw, and people thought of them as a joke, maybe not Bitcoin because Bitcoin has been around a long time, but we saw a lot of these meme coins take over and a lot of people made a lot of money. And that's the thing, is we're still in a pandemic and so many people are making money. All of these big businesses are making money. And it's just been interesting to watch everything that has taken place in this country over the last, what, 18 months? But just in this year, everything feels like it's still in a very, very shaky place. Like we're not sure what the future holds yet. We've had vaccines, we've had boosters, and yet here we are December 31st, I having caught COVID, and millions of other people are catching COVID at an alarming rate. 
But what we are finding out is that we're not going to be able to eradicate this. And I think the idea that we ever were, the idea that the media has led us to believe that we are going to eradicate COVID just was never true. And I never believed that, to be honest with you. I just saw it as, I'm going to get the vaccine so I can go back to my normal life. And I thought, and this is on me, that by getting the vaccine and by others getting the vaccine, that we would return to that. Unfortunately, the government has not allowed us and afforded us that. And it's really, really sad. 2021, on a personal level, was fruitful and challenging for me. Obviously, I started Maddie Ice Media Network, and that's been one of the greatest things that I've ever done in my life, not including being a parent, of course. And of course, being able to put the kind of time and effort into the, the shows that we do has been so much fun. Getting the feedback from all of you. Thank you for listening, of course. I mean, that's something that needs to be said, but also should be completely understood no matter how many times I don't say it in an episode. There's been something that has been fulfilling about being able to podcast to you, creating new shows. This was the first show that I ever did myself. I also created Drippin' Sports, which is another type of show. I created Sneaker Love, which is another type of show. All these can be found on MattySmedia.com in case you want to visit and find out more about the other shows that we do. Anyway, it's been awesome. It's been a dream come true. And even throughout this year, I've done different things. I've done live streaming. I've done video stuff. I had a YouTube channel at one point. And all of that has changed now. But as we come into the new year, the content is still king for me. I still want to be able to entertain. I still want to be able to connect with as many people as possible, to have that interactive feedback. And that's why 2022 is going to have some new, some new ideas. We're going to forge some new paths. Of course, in my personal life, my son grew older. He's now almost two. And the journey has been such a wonderful thing. It's been so amazing to see him go from what he started the year as, which still felt like a baby, to now, just not five minutes ago, or maybe more than that now, I had a conversation with him about what he was going to be doing at the store with my wife. It's been so much fun. His vocabulary has gotten so much larger. He's moving around. It's like having a little mini me to go around with. And I love the little adventures that we go on, even though there are some times where it's frustrating, even though there are some times where I need my alone time. I need my space to be able to come up to my new studio now and be able to create for you. It doesn't take away the fact that this journey has been so fruitful. I know that there's going to be challenges. I know that he's going to be frustrating. But at the end of it all, it's always worth it. And it's been such a great journey to go on. And that also means that it's been a great journey with my wife as well. 2021 has allowed us to continue to grow together, to figure some things out together, and to kind of plan out our future in a way that we never really thought. Now that we know that we're staying here, we know that we want to raise our son in this house, putting t- you know time and money to be able to fix this house and make it the best house that we could possibly raise our son in, something that he can make memories in. And all of that we're looking forward to in 2022. And all of that is because 2021 afforded a lot of that. I spent a lot of 2021 trying to figure myself out, talking with a therapist, making sure that I understand my behaviors. And all of this plays into everything that I have done. But unfortunately, 2021 probably afforded me, not in a good way, the worst thing I've probably ever gone through. Let's say the most challenging thing I've ever gone through. If you've been listening to this show since day one, then you know that I've had a challenging relationship with my birth mom. You know that we were estranged for a very long time. And perhaps you now know that I brought back her into my life and we reconnected. 
Unfortunately, we reconnected because she had glioblastoma, which is a form of brain cancer. And unfortunately, in August of 2021, my mom passed away fighting that disease. The journey that I had to go see her the last time, the conversations that I had with her, the peace that we came to was extremely important for me. Knowing that no matter how much time we took away from each other, it still didn't hurt the relationship at the very, very end. I left my mom with a sense of peace, her knowing that I forgave her for all the things that happened between us, me apologizing to her for my part in that, but also knowing that she was waiting for it, that at the end of her life, she had nothing to grab onto, but I know the one thing that she wanted was to know that I was going to be okay, that my son was going to be okay, and my wife was going to be okay. And being able to give that to her was a great gift. I'm not patting myself on the back for it. But what I do know is that that last interaction with her was probably one of the best. And at the holidays, I started to think about it a lot more. I think it's inevitable when you get to that first holiday without someone that you think about it. You know, you think you think about them pretty often. I thought about her a lot at Christmas time. Last episode, I talked about what Christmas was like. And I came to this realization at the end that perhaps my 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 love of Christmas and my exuberance over Christmas is because of her. It's because of all the groundwork that she laid when I was a kid. And it's been a challenge this year to think about it without her, to think about this holiday without her. She thrived during this holiday. She truly did. She loved being with the people that she loved. She loved cooking. She loved entertaining. And this was the time of year for that. My mom was also a very big gift giver. She loved to give a gift. She loved to see the look on somebody's face whenever she gave them the perfect gift. She was really, really good at it. When I look at all the things my son still plays with now, a vast majority of them are things that she gave him. She just had a knack for it. She had a knack for a lot of things. And despite the fact that our relationship was challenging, despite the fact that I somewhat lament the fact that we lost so much time because of our stubbornness, in the end, I came to a place of peace with her. And I know that wherever she is, she is thinking about us, she's having a good time, and she's with my grandparents. And I know that she is the talk of the town up there. And so even though it's been challenging, even though I've thought of her so much right now, I know that she's doing okay. And I know that however many years that I have left without her, I'm going to live the way that she wanted me to. And that's not passing up opportunities, not sitting things out, and really attacking life. And that's why 2022 with the Matty S Media Network stuff is going to be a really, really big year and I have high aspirations. And speaking of which... To close out this episode, I want to talk about the things that happened in the podcasting world in 2021. It's been such a journey to start off kind of finding my footing, putting out a ton of episodes, not understanding production, not understanding what it meant to have good audio, and learning so much over that time period, and then being able to connect with others. And I finally got on Twitter and was able to connect with so many people. I got on the Good Pods app and was able to connect with so many people. And over the course of the second half of 2021, I really spent a lot of time connecting with other podcasters, forging relationships, being able to connect and sort of be in the same space as a lot of people who were trying to accomplish the same goals that I was. Indie podcasters who are looking to have their voice heard just the same as I did. And I was able to connect with a lot of them. I was even able to be on some other shows. So I want to take this time to give a shout out to some of the people that I connected with. First of all, the guys from Fanbase Radio. We did a home and home, if you want to call it that, in a sports term. I was on their show. They were on my show. And we had a really, really great time with it. They're three great guys. They're still trying to find their footing in a lot of ways. 
but they're not dissimilar from where I was, and they've made a lot of steps. They've taken leaps and bounds, and I know that some of it has been because of my inspiration, and I hope they continue to grow, and I hope that we continue to work together. There's, of course, Anthony from Full Court Blitz and the Patriots post game. I was on one of his Patriots post games. He's a young kid. He's in college, still trying to figure out a lot of things. I remember what it was like for me at that age. But again, he's putting the time in. He's got the passion for it, and he's continuing to grow. So I wish him all the best. There's JD from Health Talks with JD podcast. Now, JD has been fun because JD has been talking a lot about mental health, and I know that he's talked about grief as well. And he talked about it at a time right when my mom died. And it's been interesting to see somebody who has such a large brand, such a large presence, still try and forge their way the same way that I do. So thank you, JD. There's also the guys from Pub Time Podcast. I've really connected with them on Twitter. I'm in a Twitter group with them. They have such a good time. They're so supportive. And honestly, I wish them the best. There's countless others that have come along along the way. And you can't really remember all of them. But we're all trying to forge our way here. We're all trying to have our voices heard. Content creation is a very large lake. There's a lot of fish in it. There's so many different and similar types of content out there. And sometimes it's difficult to have your voice heard. In the end, we all want to be seen. We all want to be heard. And we all want to feel validated. And I think that's what we're all striving for. But one of the things that we all have in common is that we understand and love the family that is the podcasting world. We truly don't feel alone because there's so many of us. And so I hope in 2022 that every podcaster that I've met and every podcaster that I haven't met all has the same dreams come true for them. And that's all that you can hope for. So we've reached the end, folks. 2021 is closing at 11.59 tonight. We will be in 2022 the next time that you hear from me. And the new year has a lot of opportunity. There's also a lot of opportunity for bad things, but we can't really think about that. There's so many things that we can't control in life. And one of the things I always say, one of my favorite sayings is control what you can control. And that's what I'm going to do in 2022. I promise to continue to bring you the authentic and genuine content the way that I always have. I promise to connect with you. And I promise to always put the listener first. And closing this episode, I want to say thank you, you, every single one of you who listened to a show, no matter which show it was, no matter how many episodes it was, no matter how many seconds it was that you listened to a show on the Maddie S Media Network. It means the world to me. It means the world to the other people on this network, all the other creators. And I just want you to know that no matter what happens, you, the listener, are always the most important piece of this. The more you listen, the more you engage, the better we can get. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I want to wish every single person a prosperous new year, a fruitful 2022. Make it the best it can be. We never know if it's going to be our last. Hug all the people that you love. Tell them that you're thinking about them and go reach for the stars. Happy New Year, everybody. Peace. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on the Soulfully Casual podcast are those of Matty Ice and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. The Soulfully Casual podcast is exclusively owned by Matty Ice and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.